Okay, so I thought I would quickly touch on, I guess, when you start any program, any diet, any approach that the end goal is to actually change your habits, change your lifestyle, change your thoughts in a way that's going to help you sustain whatever it is that you are putting yourself through. And this is the thing, and this is where a lot of people fall short. So they usually, they don't think about what's going to happen like six months from now. And like something that I hear and see a lot is, okay, what's like the, what, what's the time commitment? What's, what's the like contract for this or how long does this go for or something like that like people are looking just short term and then you'll see people do something like they'll find something that's short like 75 hard or a 12-week challenge because it's got an end date to it and while that's all well and good it's more so the intention behind joining it like I changed my mind on a lot of group training lately because it's like, yeah, as much as I used to hate on this before, I actually feel like it's a great way to get people into the whole training thing if they're intimidated to get into a gym and it's going to get them into that environment. But then over time, there comes a point where that's not going to serve you anymore because it's not, it's like, it's like restraining you. It's not allowing yourself to actually progress forward and you're not growing in the process, like you're staying in your comfort zone. And if you realize that the whole thing that you're going through, you need like focus on the process, you actually grow in the process. There is so much that can come from the process if you allow yourself to actually see what is something going to do for you. But people don't think about what is this actually going to bring me? What is this actually going to add to my life? I have something written down that I really wanna actually read. So there is value and purpose of each and every experience. The point of anything is not what you get from having done it. The point of anything isn't the outcome. It's not chasing what this is going to bring you. It's who you become from having gone through it. It's all about growth at the end of the day. Like, honestly, if or if you're approaching something from a standpoint of this is what I need to give up or this is what I need to sacrifice for it, what do you think you're going to be focusing on? What do you think the outcome is going to be? Like you don't really grow as much as you can in the process because everything that you are putting yourself through to get to that process is more like I need to go through this instead of I am actually achieving this I'm learning from this it's almost like you're putting yourself through doing chores like slaving away to something just to achieve an outcome it's just like oh pretend like let's let's pretend we're like in Alaska or something and it's like stormy snow everywhere and it's like now you need to actually go through the brutal work of shoveling all the snow out to get the outcome of, I need to actually get the hell out of my driveway. It's, it's pretty much like that. Like you're treading, you're shoveling all this snow out just, just so you can have a clear driveway. 
but it's going to snow again. Instead of actually, for example, putting up a massive like shed or something over the driveway so that your car doesn't get bogged down next time, for example. That's probably a really stupid example, but it's like you're focusing on just clearing out the pathway for the sheer purpose of getting the car out instead of learning from the process and then building ways to become so that it's more resilient next time so that you save yourself the work or you save yourself like the same mental the same mental energy the same physical the same physical demand the bad things grow you and so do the good things and in reality bad is only what you're taught to believe so when you come into a process i spoke about this on another on a podcast with someone because it was meant like it was mainly around menopause women and the thing is if you're going through menopause obviously you're at an older age and that means that you've been going all these years and decades through your life playing the same old cassette player in your brain with these old beliefs, these old stories you tell yourself, all of that stuff that is holding you back. It's going to be so much harder to change the longer that you've been playing that, that cassette player. And you need to recognize that. But you're never going to grow. You're never going to get out of your rut if you don't, like, like I said on my last podcast, you need to, you need to be aware of it first. You need to be aware of what, what thought processes, what thought processes are the ones that are holding you back. You need to be aware of what beliefs are limiting you, what beliefs are stopping you from getting to that next step. And until you do that, you're going to live in denial. You're going to make more excuses. You're going to keep holding yourself back and going through the same yo-yo loop. And I was talking with an older client today that literally said that she can believe all the things. Like, she knows that carbs aren't going to do this and that for her. She knows that her old lifestyle of, because when she came to me at first, she was doing like 1,200 calories or less, cutting out carbs. And as soon as the results stopped or as soon as she felt bad within her, bad within her body, she would start to cut the carbs again. She would start to cut her food more, do more exercise. And the question she came to me with is, what's the difference between compound movements and traditional movements? And I'm like, huh? What, what are traditional lifts? Uh, huh? Because like to me... Compound movements are traditional lifts. So I had no idea what she was talking about. But then she explained the compound movements. Like you do a bicep curl into a lunge or a bicep curl into an overhead press. I'm like, okay, that's just, that's just, that's just, no, that's dumb. But there is no such thing as a stupid question. Because if you don't ask, you'll never learn. But the thing is, she knows this stuff. She knows it. But when you're in this place where you're not comfortable in your skin, where you feel like you've lost control over everything around you, it could be even due to hormones. It could be you put making yourself the victim to any situation because you're not taking that ownership. And this is where awareness comes in. You need to be aware. You need to get out of denial. And then you need to take ownership of the situation. You need to acknowledge the situation and realize you do realize you are in the driver's seat of your life. You have power over every choice that you make. You may feel like you don't, but you need to hone in your vision on what you do have control over. 
And it's not always easy because I fall victim to it over and over again. And sometimes I can hit a breaking point as well. I'm human. And it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to it's okay to cry. It's okay to have a breaking point. It's okay to express your emotions. It's okay to some people don't cry, they just have a massive rage. It depends on how you express your emotions. And that's okay. Especially with everything that's going on. But don't allow yourself to dwell there. That's where we go wrong. Never allow yourself to dwell there. You need to actually, because everything that you just went through is going to be a waste. Like it's going to happen again and again and again. And you're going to keep going through the same cycle if you don't allow yourself to pause, like I said in the last episode. So you need to allow yourself to take a step back, minimize distractions and to just audit. And that's, that's literally what I'm doing today. Because it's been quite a crazy last two weeks. And I've set in more boundaries in place now where I'm limiting myself to two podcasts a week. Like getting, like having guests on either two times or being on two podcasts a week. Unless I know that it's doable to do three, I'm limiting it to two. So like you gr- you learn through new things. And the thing is, trying to build up my podcast, for example, was, is a new pursuit because I want to bring more quality information to you girls. And I feel like this is actually going to be better because you're not going to be bombarded with really long podcasts all the time. And then I can actually put up shorter ones like this one, which I'm going to extract the audio from and put it up as well. But that's the thing. That's the thing. You need to actually take lessons from Things that you you need to be aware, like I said, acknowledge it, get out of denial, take lessons from it because that's where we grow from it. And the point is, it's not about how much you get right. It's not about how much you get wrong either. It's not about how much you struggle. It's about how much you get better with every experience, with every point of awareness, the good, the bad, the terrible, the struggles, the whatever it is, because there is so much that is not within our control. And that is why I hate it when we focus so much on trying to trying to micromanage numbers, trying to micromanage and feel like we're in control of things like the scale, like how much we can lift one day, because we're not. That's focusing on the outcome not focusing on the process and how you feel throughout that process. Because as long as you're doing everything that you need to do in the process to bring whatever outcome that the process should deliver, you're going to be on well, well on your way. And like I said, sorry, this thing keeps falling. Like I said, cause my clip is holding up my phone, but like I said, Awareness, acknowledge, out of denial, learn, grab what you need and realize the middle is messy and it's okay to live in the messy middle because we don't want to live in the extremes. The messy middle is what life is. You need to control your controllables because as soon as you try to control what you can't control, you're going to be overwhelmed, you're going to be stressed. And I have this quote that I will always read when I'm having a conversation with one of my clients And 
they going through the same thing. It's, I swear I had two quotes up there. I don't know where the other one is. It probably fell. But it's, overthinking may ruin happiness and opportunity. It can create unneeded anxiety. You're overthinking so much because you want to control the outcomes. The only thing you can control is your effort and your attitude. That's it. You can never control the output, ever. You can only control the inputs and not even all the inputs because there's chaos in the middle. But you can control your effort and you need to pick your battles. Alternative, tell yourself you deserve it and then take the necessary actions you can to earn it. And not everything's going to be easy, not everything's going to be simple and that's okay. Because the only way you can possibly fail is to abstain because failure is inevitable. You are going to fail. And I read a quote the other day, and that's it's some, it was something like, if you go into a battle, if, you're, if you go into anything in life, only visualizing success, only expecting success, it, you're going you're gonna to fall off track a lot more often than if you go in expecting failure as well, because you, you will fail. There, you're always going to fail. But expecting it and learning how to handle it and realizing you'll always relapse that's the biggest thing because you're preparing for it. So you know that you're not broken. You know that there is nothing wrong with you. You know that you're not doing anything wrong. It, it's part of life. You will relapse. You will get overwhelmed at times and you will revert back to your old habits because that's the way the brain works. And when you're stressed out, your brain loses short-term memory. It can't consolidate new information. It can't learn new information. That's what happens when you're stressed out. And that's okay too. You're not broken. That's that's human. And that's why it's so important to pause, to breathe, to bring yourself out. And to be selfish. Like learn not to make yourself available to everybody on weekends. You should not make yourself available to everybody every single day. Me, for example, I don't get a holiday, so I need to pick times through the week, through each day that I literally make just for me and time block everything else because I don't, like, I can't take weeks off. I can't take a whole week off. I can't take a holiday because I have this and... I'm not complaining because I love what I do and I choose to do it. Okay. <sighs> do not attach yourself to any one outcome being good or bad. The moment you decide one outcome is the right outcome, you're also deciding that another one is a wrong outcome. And sometimes things don't work out the way we intend them to. Some things do, some things don't. That's all a gift in itself. That is all, like I said, that is an experience to learn from. Just never attach yourself to an outcome. Attach yourself to who you want to become. 
and realize that that too is dynamic and that too can change. The more you attach yourself to something, the more you're going to set yourself up for failure because it gets so hard to detach yourself from it. And I say it in nearly every podcast and that's do not attach, blah, blah, blah. do not attach. Well, actually it's more the fact that I was saying when you attach yourself to the identity of someone who's always trying to lose weight or who's always been this big person, it becomes harder and harder to think otherwise and as soon as there comes a point to stop focusing so much on that and to start focusing on who you want to become and how much you can add to your life there's this mismatch anyway i'll leave it at that i went six minutes over hope you like this and i love you